Good morning. So we are nearing Rosh Hashanah, and there is an interesting parallel that we have between Rosh Hashanah and Shavuos. Both of them, two Shabbos and before the holiday, we read the portion that has the, the curses, the Toichicha. Before Shavuos, we have Parshish Bichu Kaisai that has the curses, but it's separated with Parshish Bamidbar in between um, uh, before Shavuos. And then before Shashan, we have this week's Parsha, which discusses the curses. And then we have next week with the in between Nitzavim, or Nitzavim Ayel, this is Nitzavim before, um, before Rosh Hashanah. Why do we read curses before a holiday? Yeah. So, obviously, they're not just curses. It's similar to the Mabal, right? Like the Mabal wasn't just a punishment. It was, a, it was cleansing. It was cleaning the world, purifying the world like a mikvah. And same thing with these curses, um, which that's what we're going to discuss, that these curses, as explained and um, enlightened, illuminated in the teachings of Kabbalah and Chassidus, <coughs> that the curses, which on the surface seem to be negative, really are blessings in disguise. And this is a huge theme that we discuss in general in life, how there are many things which seem to be difficult, seem to be negative on the surface and on the outside, but it's only because our eyes are only privileged to be able to see one layer of everything. If we were, if we were able to see deeper, we would see everything as blessings. The famous example given is if you have a person that you know, came from a foreign country, never heard about a hospital, doesn't know what a surgeon is, and doesn't know anything about medicine, and they walk into an op- operating room, and they see the, um, the surgeon with a knife holding it over the patient, he would, he would think the guy's murdering him. He would, he would come and scream and say, what are you doing? Meanwhile, little does he know, but he could be, he's saving his life. So things that on the surface, on the outside, seem to be negative, seem to be... So that's just one example, but we live in a world where, where we're, so to speak, that person coming into the operating room. It's God's room. God is saving, God is doing wonderful things, but to us, seemed, things don't seem to be that way all the time. But deep down, everything is good. God is the ultimate good and only one's good for us. And this is, um, this is how, we, how we're meant to be able to understand everything and perceive everything. We find two stories. Well, first of all, there's a story of the Alter Rebbe, which we just uh, had his birthday yesterday. Um, the Alter Rebbe is the founder of the Chabad Hasidic movement. Nachman's birthday too. Um, we missed you by the Fabrengen. So the, um, the Alter Rebbe, um, he... He, used to, he was a Balkaira. He used to lay in the Torah. He used to read the Torah every year. His son, the Mittler Rebbe, was known to be a very special child. He was eventually the successor of his father, the Alter Rebbe, being the next Rebbe. But he was known to be a very, a very, um, um, very, very spiritual. And he, as a child, he would listen to his father read the Torah. One year, his father was reading the curses, this Parsha. And nothing happened. There was a year where his father wasn't there. And his father was missing. And someone else read the Torah instead. He read the portion of the curses. And the Mittal Rebbe, who was a child then, his son, became very sick. And he became so sick that the way the story goes, it was even a, a question whether he would be able to, to fast on Yom Kippur. Um, but he came to, um, the people came to him, to his son, to the Mittal Rebbe, and said, why all of a sudden did you get sick? He said... Because I was in Shul, and I heard them reading the parsha, and the parsha is full of curses. 
And the curses, they hurt. He was a spiritual boy. They hurt me so much that, that, that I became sick because of it. From hearing all these curses being read in the parsha. So they turned to the Mittler Rebbe. Here's the powerful father. They said to the Mittler Rebbe, they said, don't you hear the curses every year? What happened this year all of a sudden? Every year you hear it being read. What happened this year that it, that it, that it hurt you so much and made you sick? He responded and said, when they're tatalain, heart menor brachis. He said, when my father reads the portion, I only hear blessings. Meaning his father was the Rebbe, a tzaddik, and he, was a, he had a special connection, he was a spiritual boy. When he, when he heard his father read it, um, he only heard the blessings. He only heard the, the deeper part of it. Um, but on the surface, on the outside, it sounds like curses. And this time someone else was reading it, and he only heard the curses. When Mashiach comes, it says, we will thank Hashem, oitcha Hashem kionaftabi. Um, it says, uh, the Navi says, when Mashiach comes, we will thank Hashem for all the suffering that we had during exile. During, the, during the, the, all the thousands of years that we were in exile. And it's hard to see it that way. But when Mashiach comes, so to speak, we will see, like the operating room, we will see how they were all blessings. They were all bringing us, helping us grow and bringing us to better places. And this is really the perspective that Jews have had for generations. That whenever something negative happened, we always, not just as a comforting um, feeling, and not just as an optimistic um, approach, but for real, we, we, we know that there's good in everything. Um, and we find in the Talmud two stories, which I'm going to share, which, um, which bring out the same thing, that uh, two famous stories of Rabbi Akiva, these are famous stories, but they are in the theme, and um, they bring out the same point. Where Rabbi Akiva, um, he, um, he was once traveling, he was a later generation. So Nachum Mishgamzu and Rabbi Akiva, right? We're going to see how they, how, they, how they, even them, a generation apart, perceive the negativity differently, and experience it differently. Rabbi, um, let's start with Nachum Mishgamzu. Nachum Mishgamzu, he was once sent to the Roman king um, in, the, in, that, in that time, um, to be able to ask um, that he should treat the Jews better and he should, he should take away any decrees that he had against the Jewish people. And he came to the Roman king, they sent him with a gift. What was the gift? Uh, a, a bag full of um, gold, uh, diamonds, and treasures to be able to give to the, to the Roman king. He came to the Roman king and, um, uh, and he came with a bag. He opened the bag, offering it to the king, and the bag opened and what was inside? Dirt. Where did all the gold go? What happened was, while he was traveling on his journey, he stopped at an inn overnight. And in the inn, the people suspected there was something up. So they snuck into his room in the middle of the night, and they find this bag, and they see it's full of gold. So they took out all the gold, and they filled it up with dirt instead. And Nachum Gamzel, what did he know? So he continued with the bag. It was, this, it was heavy, it was the same. And he came, and he brought it to the king. And here the king got all upset. These Jews are making, uh, uh, making fun of me. And embarrassing me. Who do they think I am? They think I'm a gardener. <laughs> I'm bringing me fertilizer. Um, they, they, he's a king. So they, they took, he, and he threw Nachamish Gamzu into the prison. Meanwhile, Hashem sent Elijah the prophet, and he came to the Roman king, and he said to the Roman king, are you a fool? You think these Jews are stupid? These Jews brought you a bag that's going to save your, your, your country, going to save your empire. How? He says, he, he taught him, remember Avram Avinu, generations earlier, their ancestor Avram, he once had to fight five kings. And when he, when he fought the kings, what did he do? He, he, he didn't have weapons, he didn't have power. What he did is they took dirt, and they threw dirt in the air, and the dirt turned into spears and into swords. And they attacked the other, the other kings, and they won. He said, these are, these are his grandchildren, his, his, his descendants. They're very clever. He said, they have a power as greater than you know. The king said, okay, I'll put it to the test. 
the next war, he took out the, this dirt and he gave it to his army. And lo and behold, it worked. It turned into spears and he won. So Nochom Gamzu was known to always say, Gamzu Latoiva. In Hebrew means, this is also for the good. Meaning as soon as anything happened that seemed to be bad and seemed to be negative, he would say, no, this is for the good. And when this happened, it actually was for the good. The actual dirt, which seemed to be um, embarrassing the king, turned into what saved the king. So that was Nachamish Gamzu's story. Gamzu, he, he believed strongly that everything was going to be good. Like Rabbi Akiva was a different story, right? Rabbi Akiva was a story, he was traveling from one town to another town. He stopped in the forest um, because I think no one let him into the town to sleep overnight. And, he, and in the forest, he, um, he had, what did he have with him? He had, he had a chicken... And he had a candle, the rooster. The rooster was supposed to wake him up in the morning. And the candle um, was supposed to give him light. So he had the candle lit, and the rooster, um, and the rooster for the morning came a cat in the middle of the night and killed the rooster. Came a wind and blew out, blew out the candle. He was left with nothing. He didn't know where to go. Didn't know, and, um, but he, he knew, he said, called Mada Avadir He used Aramaic words, not Hebrew words. And he said, a little different, pay attention to the difference, that everything God does is for the good. Nachamish Gamzu said, Gamzu Latoiva, this is for the good. Abikiva didn't say this, he said, everything God does is for, does is for the good. More, more vague, more abstract. What happened was, he came to the next town in the morning, and he heard that there were robbers, bandits, that came and, and, uh, and ransacked the town, um, and stole, and he realized he was in their path. If his light would have been on, if the rooster would have been there, um, it was a horse also, the horse, the, the horse died. Um, so if he, if he would have had it all, they would have found him, and he would have been the first, uh, the first victim. So God saved him. But in these two stories already, we see how it's experienced differently. And it was a generation later, Rabbi Kibu was a generation later, Nachamish Gamzu. Nachamish Gamzu saw how the actual thing which was negative was good. The actual dirt became the weapons. And he comes, it's actual good. There was no negative. He didn't even, even experience anything negative. Rabbi Akiva experienced negativity. He experienced suffering, so to speak. That night, he, he, everything that he had, he, he lost. But it turned out to be for a good reason. So also in our life, we experience things. Sometimes we see how something actually is good. Sometimes we don't see how it's good. Sometimes we experience it and we actually suffer because of it. But as a result of it, something good could be coming out of it. But we hope and pray, that's what we wish, the Rebbe would wish people that we should have toiva nirva anigra, we should have open and revealed good. That we shouldn't have things that uh, as a result of it is good. We should see openly and in a revealed way how everything is good. When Mashiach comes, we will have in hindsight, we will be able to see that, and that's why we will say, Oitcha Hashem ki anaftabi, we will thank God for everything that we experienced. But this is the parsha this week, where all the beautiful and wonderful things, sometimes on the surface, can be experienced and seen as negativity, like the person walking into the operating room. So we have to, we, we have to hope and pray that this coming year, Rosh Hashanah is coming, we bless, that Hashem will bless us with not just good, everything's good, like we just established, everything's good. But we hope and pray that Hashem should give us revealed good, that it shouldn't be experienced through layers and partitions and barriers, we should be able to see the good that there is and experience it as good in the open way, not having to translate it and, and analyze it. It should, it should be clear. We should see it clearly. We should have Mashiach and see everything is good. Now, thank God. Now, thank God.